Hello, you're listening to KUBU-FM, Low Power and the Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUBU locally at 96.5 on your FM dial or cable access channel 17 and 18. You can also listen in on the internet at accesssacramento.org. This program is Making Tracks, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. We're on weekly at this day and time. You can also find more information about what is covered on the show at daletracks.blogspot.com, and you can contact me there if you have questions or suggestions about the show. Happy 2019. Let's make it a great year for wildlife and our environment. There are no shortages of issues to get involved in, and of course there are many places and ways you can enjoy wildlife and nature nearby. Today, I've got news about local threats to purple martins, the largest swallow in North America, and known only from a few locations in the Central Valley of California, including Sacramento. These native birds are rapidly declining from pesticides and loss of nesting sites, and the city is being asked to take steps to protect them. Meanwhile, across town, the city allowed a seasonal wetland at Del Paso Regional Park to be filled in for additional parking they hope would lure a developer to build a new baseball complex there. The deal has died, but the wetland remains buried. Another example of the city making poor decisions regarding existing wildlife and habitats. Meanwhile, PG&E crews continue to cut down large healthy trees and remove all vegetation under power lines in the parkway, in spite of requests from local organizations to work together to minimize these impacts. About 500 people have signed a petition calling for this work to stop until documentation, including permits and environmental reviews, are provided. Like I said, there's no shortage of issues to work on. Fortunately, there are also lots of places to go locally to enjoy wildlife and nature. Be sure to do that often. Music today... We'll start the show with A River of Birds by Labana, Fight for You by Ray Zargoza, and we'll end it with The Wetland Rap by singing zoologist Lucas Miller. And now, head outside when you can. It's time for Making Tracks. There's a river of birds in migration, a nation of women with wings. There's a river.
Dan Ariola is a biologist that I've known for many years, and he's also been studying birds in Sacramento for over 30 of those years. Dan is a member of a group of bird watchers and ornithologists urging the city of Sacramento to keep the ramp on the I Street Bridge in place to protect a rare bird, the purple martin. Dan is a wildlife biologist who meticulously keeps track of how many purple martins there are. Purple martins are the largest swallow in North America and he tracks how many are nesting in the city of Sacramento from year to year. Sacramento is one of the few places in the Central Valley of California where these birds occur. And he he has shown that only 29 nesting pairs are left in Sacramento, and that compares to 173 that were recorded in 2014. They're also only known to nest in six places in Sacramento. One of those spots is in jeopardy. The city plans to demolish a nesting spot behind the California State Railroad Museum when it rebuilds the I Street Bridge over the Sacramento River. Purple martins have been nesting underneath the ramp that connects the I Street Bridge to J Street since at least 1971, according to Dan Ariola's records. Ariola and a group of birders from California, Oregon, Colorado, and British Columbia have urged the city officials to leave a portion of the ramp in place to leave the birds undisturbed. The city is planning to demolish the ramp for several reasons. Caltrans will fund the majority of a of $172 million new bridge planned to be built upstream from the current spot, but only if city decommissions the old bridge to auto traffic, according to city staff. Also, city officials worry that if the, the old ramp is left in place, it could become a nuisance with people congregating on top of it and graffiti spreading. City workers would also face a challenge in accessing the ramp for maintenance, according to staff. They don't really see the purpose of leaving a large structure like that in place. So the city is also working on a mitigation plans for the Purple Martins, but that's going to be difficult, as as Dan Ariola has pointed out. The Sacramento Audubon Society placed five nesting boxes underneath the overpass and monitored them for 10 years to see if Purple Martins would nest there instead. None did, however. The fact is that they've declined in the existing ramp and and the drainage structures underneath it that they can fly into and be protected from predators and raise their young. That's where they want to be. Research has shown that the purple martin's declining population is also linked to the use of neonictids, a common type of insecticide. If that pesticide is not banned, Dan Ariola's research suggests that the purple martin populations could go extinct in this region in the next 20 to 25 years. So as Dan said, they're trying to get the city to maintain the bridge for at least 25 years to allow the population to exist until either the pesticide problem is solved or the birds no longer exist. West Sacramento officials are considering repurposing the upper deck of the existing bridge for bicycles and pedestrians, but if that happens, the ramp where the birds nest would still need to come down, according to city staff. The city does not plan to demolish the ramp until after the new bridge is open, which is currently planned for 2022. City officials are, say that they are continuing to work with Purple Martin advocates on the best solutions in, in terms of nesting, and it is their hope that they will observe Purple Martin successfully move on their own. And as we, as we know, many examples out there, it takes more than hope to solve a problem. It's going to take creativity and, in this case, maybe a little courage from the city to find a solution that's not something they normally do, which is knock things down when they're no longer in use. But in this case, this, this bridge is, is serving the place of habitat that's been lost in the last 150 years in California until we find something better. 
we need to make sure that these birds continue to nest in our area. And it's one of those things that Sacramento is uniquely known for. Bird watchers travel great distances to come to Sacramento. It's one of the best places to see purple martins and the acrobatics that they put on during their nesting season before they migrate south. We are concerned because the birds have selected this site. They have continued to stay here as the population has declined elsewhere. And um, this is the most secure site that we have where they nest in that it's protected being on state or above state parks property. So, and this is the best site for birders to come and see the birds. So it's, an, it's a really important site. If it's torn down, the birds might go somewhere else, but you're forcing them to go somewhere that they've chosen not to be in now, and that's taking a risk. Some people describe it as magical. You just feel like you're kind of lost, that you can't believe you're as close to the city as you are. But when you're in those, those forested areas like that, it all disappears. The risk that we're talking about today, and that is a very serious risk, is the issue of PG&E proposing a project in the Discovery Park area of the American River Parkway along Bannon Slough. They're looking at removing approximately 100 plus mature cottonwoods and valley oak trees, as well as attendant vegetation. They say they can no longer manage the trees and the vegetation safely, that they'll interfere with the transmission of power, that they have the potential to cause fire, or fire from vegetation has the potential to interrupt the transmission of the electricity. We have so little remaining riparian habitat. Riparian is basically water-loving species, and so the big majestic cottonwoods that we see are a good example of that. One thing where that's important for wildlife is, of course, it's difficult for wildlife to move from habitat to habitat. By maintaining the continuity of the habitat, it gives cover and food source for many different species. I love these grapes, yeah. Dan. Yeah. I'll sometimes see people come by and just grab a whole handful mm. and just stick them I haven't there. seen the justification for the number of trees and magnitude of the impact that they're describing. I mean, we see the dots down there on what they're intending to do. We have so little information now. We have lots of questions, but to date we have no way to really get a handle on those questions. We're talking about our American River Parkway. It is our history in Sacramento, it's our culture, and it not only belongs to the people, but frankly, it belongs to the animals and wildlife that live there and the plants, too. You're listening to KUBU-FM, Low Power and the Voice of Sacramento. This program is Making Tracks, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. We're on weekly at this day and time. Save the river Save the seas Save the mother And her family How can you take what you want And say that we are free If you put oil in the water We won't sit quietly And they were singing Stand up, stand up Silently to the night 
you want and say you come in peace If you don't open your eyes, how can you see? And we would cheer and stand up, stand up for what's right Don't walk, don't walk silently to the night Take my hand and wait, see us through If you fight for me, I'll fight for you Fight for You by Ray Zargoza. I want to share an article that was published in the Sacramento News and Review, local alternative newspaper. This was this was published the last week of 2018. The title of the article is Parks and Rec question mark. Rec being spelled W-R-E-C-K. And uh, I think you'll see why that, that's the case. A war of words between scientific experts and the city of Sacramento is being waged over a North Sacramento park. Here's the background on this story. In May of last year, an inspector for the Central Valley Regional Water Quality Control Board, it's a state agency charged with water quality and aquatic habitat protection. Well, this inspector arrived at Del Paso Regional Park and surveyed what had until recently been a seasonal wetland there known as Owl Creek Terrace. Now, the inspector observed that a construction crews were under the direction of the city were tearing apart a grassy expanse opposite the Harry Renfield baseball field and dumping that excess dirt straight into this seasonal wetland. Why the crews were plowing up a field near Renfield Field is a complicated question in itself. It goes back to 2011 when the city closed an area of the park, some 145 acres. This is one of the largest parks in this area of Sacramento due to the constant vandalism of its water and electrical installations. The city was hoping to attract private investment to rehabilitate the field. The City Parks and Rec Department this year used Measure U funding to break ground on a north side parking lot for it, even though the Renfield Field already has a sizable parking lot to itself. The Shannon Brown, interim director of the city's Parks Department said there were two reasons for this new construction. They wanted to provide better ADA access, which is the American Disabilities Act, and they also wanted to make sure that a certain amount of easy parking was secured for the public just in case the Sacramento International Baseball Association was to go forward with the design. More on that in a minute. The water water board inspector that came out had a problem with how the second parking lot was being built. 
He determined that the crews were dumping fill into a seasonal wetland that supported wildlife and filtered runoff water from Auburn Boulevard before it drained into Arcade Creek. The crews eventually filled the wide general depression with so much dirt that Owl Creek's terrace marsh-like qualities have vanished. Staff observed a degraded wetland adjacent to the fill material. The staff person, this is the inspector speaking, was concerned that the fill material would impact the wetland feature and the mature oak tree. Now, these water board scientists alerted City Hall and directed it to investigate and resolve the issue. Seven months later, the mound of dirt is still covering Owl Creek Terrace, but who's to blame for that is hotly contested. Now, the city's landscape architect hired a private environmental consulting firm to review the water board's determination, and that consulting firm, probably to no surprise, gave a thumbs up on the city's dirt mound. The consultants are arguing that it's not a wetland. To be one, they argue that a bowl shaped to the terrain such that, and certain soils related that have wetland function, none of those characteristics, they say, are on the site. But the outside experts strongly disagree. The reason the inspector for the water board was there to begin with was he received a complaint from a retired U.S. EPA wetland regulatory manager who lives in the area, and he grew up next to Del Paso Regional Park, and he argues that the city is seriously mishandling its environmental resources. When you talk to the city about this, they say that there's nothing there. Well, it's been so plundered and mismanaged that the natural aquatic resources don't have a chance to express themselves. But if it was set aside and rested, you would see a nicely developed small wetlands there. So this retired EPA wetlands expert provided news and review with an email from an environmental scientist at the water board stating the agency had told city officials it disagrees with their consultants finding that Owl Creek Terrace is in fact a seasonal wetland. City staff didn't speak to that for the article. They said that they weren't up to speed on that. I'll have more to say on that in a minute too. This latest dust up at the Owl Creek Terrace followed nearly four years of neighborhood residents in the area being at odds with the city over its ill-fated deal with the Sacramento International Baseball Association. 2014, city officials entered into a memorandum of understanding with that organization that would have turned over roughly 25 acres of Del Paso Regional Park's rare low-elevation oak woodlands to developers for conversion into an overflow parking lot for restaurants in a massive $3 million baseball stadium. The city approved this agreement through its consent calendar without a public hearing or any competitive bid process. Well, News & Review reported last week that that deal has, has now died. The city said they worked with them for four years, but they could never meet they could never meet the terms that we were looking for. But neighbors remained skeptical. As the city offered to give away a public park to a developer without any public input at all. If the city did want to get rid of this land, then they should be giving it to a land trust or conservation group to maintain its current functions and not develop it and generate a number of of questions and environmental issues and potential community impacts as this type of project would have occurred. Well, interestingly enough, this reminds me of a personal experience I had with the city that started back in 2011 also, when a number of us found that city staff had cut down a number of cottonwood trees that were growing in a, in a water detention basin at Sutter's Landing Park. They did this supposedly to cut the vegetation down so that homeless encampments wouldn't set up in there, but they did it without coordinating with anybody and without taking into consideration that, again, this was a wetland and had considerable wildlife habitat. Well, when the local media got involved and residents documented what had happened, the city formed 
a tree mitigation advisory committee made up of a number of, of individuals with different expertise and background. I was able to participate on that. And we concluded that, yes, there were a number of impacts from from that operation and the process use was, was considerably flawed. A new process was developed, a tree mitigation plan that outlined the communication and habitat decision process that needed to be followed in the future at Sutter's Landing Park. Now, that document is still in place, and the city ultimately, as one of the, the settlements for this, the city spent over $250,000 to restore an adjacent area with plantings of upland and riparian habitat to replace the impacts that they unnecessarily caused without any earlier mitigation. So the city does have a, a long history of making decisions in a vacuum that, that involve habitat, and recreational values in existing parks. And so maybe the title Parks and Rec, W-R-E-C-K, isn't a misnomer. It's important for local communities and neighborhoods to watch what's going on and to speak up wherever possible to protect and preserve those features. We can take all of the toxins Gasoline, sewage, phosphate, dioxin Join our posse Be an ambassador We don't want to go extinct like the dinosaurs Cause there are fish, amphibians, and reptiles Dogs and birds by the billions Gonna chill a while Water snake on the hunt for a bullfrog Whooping crane, whooping it up in the morning fog Willow is a snack for the beavers With the black tail muskrat Likes to hang by the cat 
details. This is a habitat for so many species. It's like a puzzle for pictures that complete. Unless you save all other pieces. Sing it like we're underwater. Here we go. Got the Wetland Wrap, an ecosystem song for kids by the singing zoologist Lucas Miller. Don't forget to check out my other radio program on KUBU. The Climate Report focuses on local climate actions and more, sponsored by 350 Sacramento every Wednesday at noon. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays at 1 p.m. For Radio EcoShock, the latest on science, issues, and authors dealing with climate change and the environment on a global scale. Hosted and produced by Alex Smith. Don't miss it. You're listening to KUBU-FM, Low Power and Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUBU locally at 96.5 on your FM dial or cable access channel 17 and 18. You can also listen in on the internet at accesssacramento.org. This program is Making Tracks. Again, thank you for listening.